Heaven, the Naked Football Show. My guest today is Mr. Hasn't been on for a long, long while, Mr. Stephen Skeet. Last week he had a shin injury or something. What did you have last week, Stephen? You were injured, weren't you? I had an ear marshal level injury. I hurt my knee on a Tesco trolley. Yeah. Didn't fancy the long away trip. You didn't have COVID after all. You you were worried that it might be. It wasn't, though. That's good. You're all right now. I am. I'm getting over it, yeah. But you're just spreading the germs instead. I thought I'd come and share it, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. He's sitting right right beside me as well. Um, right. Did you watch the Chelsea game? Chelsea game? What am I talking about? Start the show again, Graham. Uh, QPR game. Why did QPR I say that? Game. I did. I did watch I had QPR my, game. I had my head in West London, so wrong I was just... Wrong part of the world. Wrong part. Yeah. Yeah, I did watch a, I did watch a QPR game. Um, you know, fantastic win. Um... I guess uh, quite a lot of our we're so used to seeing so many moving parts in our game being yeah. really slick and in sync and whatever and it never really felt like that certainly in the first half we we rode our luck at times mm. um, it, quite unlucky I guess to get two teams playing their first home game in you know in the season already it was definitely um, quite an intense affair I felt you know and uh, certainly a marked level up on League One in terms of the yeah. speed you know there's not the time on the ball and you know I'd love to know how much the running's gone up levels wise on last season already but you know like all good teams we dug it out and ground it out didn't we and, yeah. and I think in all the games so far we look like we're always going to score we look really killer in you know goals cut well so many goal, different goal scores already it looks like yeah, we've got goals yeah. coming from all over don't we so um Massive to get wins in this division though, because so many games are going to be drawn this season. So it almost sort of feel like they were four or five points really. But yeah, great win, keeps the momentum going. Not sure we'll how long we'll keep it going yeah, without no, reinforcements. No. Um, I think we're getting by on momentum and how well we know each other and how well drilled we are. And whilst everyone, the other teams sort of are finding their feet a little bit, but um, long may it continue. Mm, no, absolutely. And uh, although we did actually have. Um more possession on Saturday, didn't we, than uh, QPR? I was going to say Chelsea again, than QPR, didn't we? Which is uh, strange because normally last season when we had all the possession, we would win usually quite comfortably. But this time we could easily have lost that game. Yeah, I we? think it's still a bit of adjusting our sights as well. You know, yeah. I, I guess I, I was sort of um, relatively disappointed with the first half display. Uh, but of course, nil nil away in the championship, you know. Um, is nothing to be sniffed at and we no. you know uh, but we've been so used to steamrolling teams haven't we we've got to kind of adjust the sights a little bit yeah. and uh, I thought we played much better the second half yeah um, you know and play you know we've got obviously have got experience this le- level but there are players who are playing at this level the first time and um, you know likes of Vaz and what have you and I think Burns a bit as well I think they're finding their feet in, uh, on the job to some degree and so um, they're better players for it happening in a team that looks like they really know each other I think that's been the key thing that's got us through so far yeah it's interesting that the first three games we've played exactly the same team we played last year with the exception of the goalkeeper you know same players we haven't got anyone new in we've got um, what's his name Taylor in from uh, from Peterborough who's not playing for obvious reasons because I think Morse and uh, Luongo are 
unmovable at the moment, or whatever the word is. Um, so we've not had anyone different from last season and yet still managed to end up top of the league. Yeah, I think that's quite interesting. I mean, I, I think there's, yeah, certainly I've been concerned that there might be a drop off from the bench um, to start in, you know, 11 in terms of the subs and what have you. And, um, but, I, you know, to me, it looks like uh, Kieran is, is, is much more uh, um, willing to try and adapt to make tweaks with the same 11 on the pitch as it stands as required yeah. in a game yeah. and using his sort of nows to do that really rather than risk what might be a drop off you know um, and what have you so they still look pretty well drilled in that kind of 65-70 minute give everything and then bring some on bring but on, um, yeah. yeah he hasn't made a change and, I, and, and uh, I think he probably will on Saturday I think we've probably got we're probably exhausted that maybe Danassian and uh, might come out for for Clark maybe, but um, yeah, I, I I don't see him changing too much until we make some reinforcements. To be honest, mm. yeah, and I think we have a a a tweet or an email about reinforcements. Um, the other thing we were talking about in the green room over over a vodka and shandy, um, ticketing and memberships, etc. Because you're, you're you go you have a family, don't you? And you I all do. go, or I you do. and the two kids go. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I've been. Uh, I had I had a lot of concerns about the membership scheme when it came out, but it was it seemed quite. A, it's one of those things. That there's so many sort of different facets to it, affecting mm. people in different ways. It was kind of quite hard to make any sort of sentiment or statement about it until you start to see it working in operation. I guess yeah. in the season as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not massively over enamoured with memberships per se I definitely think it's too expensive at 40 quid on top but I think there's a definite challenge and an issue around like some of the inclusivity around that membership scheme particularly for families and people that want to go even want to go together in groups and you know obviously people live blended lives and stuff these days you know you're looking at if me and the kids want to go buy memberships each obviously that's on top of what we already outlaid for season tickets and then uh, of course you know we may go to different games so our points accrue at different rates yeah, exactly, and therefore exactly, yeah. you know there's no um, sense that we might get tickets together I might be able to get it on this day and then I've got to wait for the kids another to be able day. to get it on, on, yeah. on another day which is really difficult um, you know and so I think there's loads of challenges around that and so you kind of feel like, or I feel, feel like you, you know if there's three or four of us you might spend 100, 140 quid on memberships in the hope that we might get some tickets together for mm. some way games that we want to go to or whatever so it's quite difficult really I guess if you're kind of a single person and you go on your own and uh, and what have you or you go with the same group of people all the time religiously as a group of single guys maybe that, that can work but I'm not sure outside of that that works particularly well um, for wider groups of people, to be honest. Mm. Um, and then, of course, is the way it's implemented. Implemented, you know that you know. I know people who went to most away games last year, but were not members and therefore didn't carry points across to this season. And my kids as junior blues members who went to one away game carried six points across. Yeah. You know, so I'm not sure the implementation of it was great either, to be honest. In the way it seemed to. Um, you know, definitely some people that got penalised out of that, but who went to lots and lots of away games last season. Yeah. You know, and in this day and age, where records of what's been purchased and stuff, it doesn't feel yeah. like that should have been too big a mountain to go yeah. over, really. So yeah, got I have some concerns with the membership, and then you know, what I'm seeing or think I'm seeing is people starting to hoover up tickets to accrue their points in different ways and maybe recircling tickets on Twitter and, you know, and other platforms or whatever. And mm. we, you know, we're going to go to Reading away, but we can't get a ticket to Reading away because 
the League Cup in midweek Reading away has been sold out already as people is it actually it. sold out yeah, yeah we've got another allocation of tickets tonight I think 900 odd tickets so um, it's extraordinary really isn't it you know um, especially and, Reading I mean Reading is one of those wor- the one of the worst grounds to get you to you couldn't think of a worse away no, game in many ways no. you know um, and a pretty soulless experience when you're there certainly in the Carabao Cup for what will be our Second, second string, string in, yeah, mid, in, exactly. mid, in midweek. It'll be very interesting to actually see how many people go to that and t- turn up. But that might be the first sort of really visible proof of people trying to sort of play yeah. that membership system, I think. 3,000-seater um, stand with 28 people in it. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That's what you were thinking when we were talking about that. Indeed. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, they could have done a family membership, for example. Yeah. Where, you know, uh, that wouldn't have been ideal, but it might, you know... I may have been more inclined to pay the same amount of money sort of for a family membership and then you either go together or you don't go together, mm. you know, and you kind of do it that way. That that seems to be a more, would have been a more inclusive way of doing it from my thinking. It is when you've got so many like um, levels or whatever you want to call it of, of you know, points and uh, season tickets and membership. It's so difficult. So like we were saying, it's even difficult to get, ticket with your own mate you know because yeah. one has probably got two points less than you or two points more than you and you takes you into the next strata or whatever um but i don't know what the answer is though do you i mean is there an answer in your head do you think can you think of one no i'm just very good at ripping answers down <laughs> yeah well i know no, I mean, it, is, I mean. it is it is difficult i mean i guess there's a you know i think i think there is a way around some of the challenges around getting seats together and and that you know maybe an offer of a family or a group membership where mm. you could plunk in with some mate, you know, if you think you're going to go to six or seven away games or whatever, then it might be worth you getting a group membership together and you can get tickets together for that, for those games mm. that you want to go to. That seems to be a bit of a way around that particular issue or challenge, I think. Um, as for the, as for the scoring, I mean, it all seems a bit arbitrary. They're kind of working out as they go along, really. I mean, who says that Reading away requires 10 points and, you know, um, I'm surprised. Stoke away requires 12 or whatever. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's a very, you know, it all seems a bit of arbitrary. That yeah, to me. I'm surprised that uh, for the Carabao Cup, they even give points for that. Yeah. Because it should have been easy to get tickets if you want to go anyway. And yeah. now, as you suggest, it might be people just buying the ticket because it's cheaper. And yeah. we don't know, though. We'll see when the, when the game comes yeah, up. Yeah, and I, I think it'll be the same. I, I do have a worry about home game. I mean, one of the great things since the guys have taken over, and you, I've spoken about this quite a lot, around community engagement and the foundation mm. or whatever a lot in the past, when we didn't even have a foundation, you know, um, no. the dark days that were. There's been so much great work around engagement, getting people in, schools back in, and yeah. community groups back in, and groups that can't access that. And we've obviously only now got a finite amount of tickets available per match day. I think there's also the same challenge of how do you, you know, if you're a family who, you know, can't go because someone's on shifts or, you know, you maybe your kids are with your other half on a weekend yeah. and the blended family or whatever. You know, I think it makes going to home games for people now in that group a lot more sort of inaccessible really than it, yeah. than it perhaps was, uh, had been. So that's a, I think that's a slightly different issue. The ground's probably not big enough, but, um, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be ideal for home games either. Rebuild the Portman stand next season. Uh, yeah. I have to. They're yeah. going to have to do it sooner or later like, yeah, yeah. if, if, if we to, carry yeah. on like this. They've got to. Um, right, tweets and emails, etc. And these are as per usual as they came in. Um, uh, first in, Dino, Dean Mitchell. Hello, Dean. Uh, do you think Darren Moore is using mix that went well every day, every game? Um, 
So glad we have Super Kieran. My non-ITFC friends cannot believe how well he speaks and the impact he's had. What do you think he knows exactly what we need next? <laughs> well, maybe he needs to know how he needs to know, or, or he already knows how we can sort this ticketing system out. Well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? It yeah, would, yeah. I think he. Uh, we need another forward, don't we? I think that's pretty obvious that we need another forward. Um, but the thing I love about Kieran, which kind of um, it's all. It, it, so he treats people as adults, doesn't he? And, yeah, yeah. and every kind of, um, you know, time he talks is like an education, really. And, it and, is, yeah. and, and the thing that I really like that he's done, uh, it helps when you're really successful, but he's shifted a w- people away from a little bit from this kind of sort of thing you see on Twitter, or this kind of FIFA fantasy football world of we going, we need a striker, we need a this, we yeah, need yeah, a that. Yeah. And he's definitely moved people away from that to start thinking about, okay, well, what. He, does, he says it a lot, doesn't he? I don't really see the positions in that way. It's more about the attributes we need, the, the type, yeah. the types of things that we need in certain games against certain opposition, and what you know. He's playing much more in spaces on the pitch, isn't he? And, yeah. Um, and that's really crucial because obviously we play in quite a daring way, I would say, and um, to have a crowd be behind that in the majority all of the time they have to be kind of educated I think as to why we're doing mm. that and I think he's done that really well I think he did that he did that last season when he was trying to explain through the back door almost that uh, don't get stressed because we're knocking the ball around at the back yeah, in front yeah, of our yeah, own yeah, area there's yeah. a reason for doing it and I think that, that to be fair to the fans I think they've taken that on board and they're not yeah. panicking although yeah. we panic inside don't we yeah. Simon Bowen hello Simon um Thoughts, a friend. Oh, right. I said thoughts and uh, bile and abuse as it in order you want to uh, think. So, under thoughts, he put a friend suffers from, and I can't even begin to pronounce that name, Simon. Sorry, so I'm not going to. He always uses the word certainly instead of yes. Question Do you think we can continue our winning run on Saturday? Yes. Yes, good. Or certainly. (laughs) Uh, Bile, how, how annoying is the SM hype surrounding us? Producing a negative reaction. SM hype, what does he mean? Social media. Oh, yeah, of course. I was thinking of uh, the other one. <laughs> S&M hype. <laughs> yeah, well, is it producing a ne- negative reaction? I don't think so. I think everyone's sort of lapping it up, really. Um, or do you think you mean negative reaction with opposition fans? I don't know. No? Yeah, I mean, I try and stay away from social media as much as I can these days because it, it tends to be a, you know... Um, a lot of angry people really trying to, you know, including make, me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it gets it's got worse since Musk has been in charge, hasn't it? It's yeah. gone crazy. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and the abuse. I think you're too old to be naked. Well, same to you, <laughs> Simon. Young kids today. Thank you for that, mate. Uh, Alex Morton. Hello, Alex. According to a town fan on X now, it's called X, isn't it? Not oh, Twitter. Uh, I have the men the mentality that is holding our club back. He's been Alex has been accused of having the mentality that's holding our club back. What sanction does the panel consider to be appropriate for both him and me? Now I can add a bit to this story because I actually looked up to see which fan it was, and it's you're talking. You were talking about Greg Lee, weren't you? I believe because I think Alex quite rates him. So do I, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and do we need another another fullback who's probably plays the other side anyway? I think that's what we we're talking about, the Man United guy. Um, and the guy Alex was talking to, I'm not sure, I can't, I'm not going to go searching through, um, was saying that exactly pretty much what you've just said is that it's it's probably not necessarily like for like. It's actually finding a person that can fit 
the positions yeah. that he wants. So this guy is, is ostensibly would be on, on Leif Davis's side, wouldn't he? Yeah. He's the new guy. And so, yeah. so it does sound bonkers. Um, and the thought is that that means they'll let Greg Lee go. I, I think that he... Um, I think this is another area where McKenna kind of challenges a lot of the conventional yeah, fan I thinking. Think so. I think, and I think we've just got to get used to the fact that um, the squad is going to continually evolve, and there's almost no dead time. You know, not this conventional. You don't really do any business in January, and then you do, you know, mm. or whatever. It's like all of the time. How do we get five percent here? How do we get five percent mm. here? Get five percent here, which ultimately mean the big, big, big churn of players. But not in the old way of mutual consenting people out the door all, all of the time. So yeah. um, it's kind of interesting because normally, even a couple of years ago, I'd have been saying, "Well, I don't really see what the point of that is. You know, it's a waste of budget. Do we have the money to do that? We look pretty settled down the left hand side. Yeah. Too many yeah. people in the building. It did, you know, can disrupt the team, the squad. You know." But he seems to have this thing where everyone wants to work with him because they understand how much they're going to improve, and yeah. therefore people just role with actually that's the evolution of mm. even if I leave I'll leave as a better player as a result of you know playing for mm. him or whatever and um, we did a lot of business in January didn't we we did you know and um, all those four signings and I think we'll I, well I, we haven't but I think we've been trying to do that and again and I would imagine we would try to do it in, in January but I mm. don't think it's going to be in that old school convention of we need a number nine and that'll get us yeah. up yeah it's in this whole how do we recruit for the next phase or next phase and next yeah. phase all of the time really yeah I think that's what you were sort of touching on weren't you about yeah. uh, it's not just like for like and positions with him is it no um, right thanks for that Alex I hope you get sorted out uh, we're not going to punish you though uh, George Solomon hello George I heard from George for ages George I Solomon do you, rem- you know George do you? well when X was Twitter back in the day, oh, yeah. uh, probably about 20, you know, I haven't had a personal uh, Twitter account since 2019 election where I came off in a huff. Um, I, uh, 2012, when Twitter was kind of good, I was, there I was uh, doing night feeds of my newborn son. And I think I'm right in saying George was at uni in those days. Yeah, he would have been, I'm and guessing. My, and my night feeds tended to co- co- coincide when he'd come in drunk from a night out at uni <laughs> and hit Twitter. And we used to have quite some quite interesting... Uh, <laughs> Confos. Confos at that time. So I hope you're well, George. Yeah, good to hear from you, George. Haven't seen. I used to bump into George as well at football, and he and he's been on the show hundreds of years ago. I think you're up. Are you up at Manchester, something like that. Anyway, this is. We digress, but good to hear from you, George. Um, does the panel think we'll see any more surprising departures before the window closes? I've got an inkling that the depot may not be a town player on September the first. Yeah, I, I, it I wouldn't could surprise be right. me if anyone would go. Actually, I, I do think he he there's a quite a good chance that he might go. Obviously, depending on what we mm. what we do and what we what we get in. Um, Obviously, Edwards has looks like he's Edwards is pretty much gone. Go. I mean, Harness is the other one that I thought was going to go, but yeah. Harness appears to have well, he has he's let, gone ahead of Edwards ahead basically, of Edwards yeah. And, yeah. and actually, he's done well since he's when he's come on. He so has, he's yeah. been trusted so. Maybe that's not the case, but I would have seen those two going. Greg Lee possibly having talked to the like last. Greg Lee, and interestingly, um, someone like Don Ball. You see, I would have said I'm struggling to find a place for him. But obviously, the fact that you can just slot him in anywhere for five minutes as a sub almost keeps yeah. him in the sort of squad, really. But uh, I agree with Ladapo. But obviously, it depends who we who we can get someone in. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
Kevin Beatty Foundation, that's young Malk. Hello, Malk. Do you guys feel squad is good enough or need additional players? And if so, what areas? Personally, I feel another striker is needed. Keep up the good show as always, GB. Thank you, Malk. Another striker. Well, you alluded to that, Yeah, I, I, I mean, I just agree. I mean, I, w- I have been clamouring for another centre-back too. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, I mean, I, I have to say uh, young Wolfenden... Uh, started the season brilliantly and I actually thought uh, at home to Stoke I thought that was his best game in the town shirt at yeah. home to Stoke I thought he was absolutely sensational yeah. so um, Cam you always wonder about you know once you get into the better quicker forwards more technical teams will he live with that movement um, they all look all right to me, but I st- at the level. But I, I I wouldn't surprise me if we saw a marquee centre back. Or but that might you know it might be why we're bringing in Williams. Maybe he's uh, Clark playing in the middle. Mm. Maybe I, I I don't know. Yeah, it's a case of wait and see, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you for that, Mel. Um, this is Slowball. Good evening, the tweeter. Good evening, the skeeter. Love the show. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> if things pan out as suggested, Williams in Lee out. Are the panel happy with that? I'll stop there for a second. So that's Williams, the Man United guy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, what I would say, having kind of um, sided against Alex Morton earlier, is I am now siding with Alex Morton in that mm. I think I, I do really like Greg Lee. I like Greg Lee as well. I, yeah. Another one, you know, never let us down. He, if in another, any other incarnation, he'd be first choice. I thought he had a great game in that game against Burnley last yeah. year in the Carabao Derby away yeah. when he came in. Um, you know, I think he's a fine player. I think if Oxford get him, it's an absolute steal. steal. Yeah. They've they've pulled the wall down probably on a mm. few teams there by getting him I would say, I mean he looks a championship left back to me yeah not a league one left yeah. back at mm. all so mm-hmm. yeah in that context it's always sad to see someone go yeah. it's hard to know about Brandon without really without knowing, knowing what, you what, know you just have to trust in what McKenna's done today because he knows exactly what we need do, and we we're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes on Dirty Leeds are up next who'd have thought it not long since we were doing battle with the likes of Cheltenham Crew and Wickham no disrespect to any such clubs from those of us of a certain vintage my message to our younger fans enjoy every moment of our current in quotes relative success uh, good day to you keep smiling God bless Darren Curry thank you for that slow ball yes slower I totally agree as a father of 15 year old daughter uh, who um, took a while to even see us win actually but my 10 year old son I've kind of had to say 10 year old son doesn't really care what level we're playing at he just sort of sees the team in front of us so for us to be on a world record run you know uh, me saying to him what lies after this will be approximately 45 years of misery (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. Please, please, please make the most of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is uh, Rob. Um, at the time of writing, Tan are in for Brandon Williams of Man United. My question for the panel, why have we signed another left back when we already have the best in the championship? But he does cover himself but by saying, by the way, in McKenna I trust. So uh, I think, again, you've sort of alluded to why, because we don't know, do we? No, but McKenna, I, he knows everything. I, I do think there is one other slight aspect to this, um, which comes back to the future-proofing that McKenna is always doing. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if we sold Davis next summer. Yeah, I did, I did wonder and, about that and as well. And will we buy him Williams as a permanent? And uh, that would not surprise me at all, um, that that's future-proofing that. 
Is this where the uh, astronaut brigade start then? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably yeah. hoping to Bristol. Uh, and a quick one from Izzy. Hello, Izzy. Hi, guys. From what you're saying about buying tickets, it sounds like I won't be going to any matches this year because Izzy used to have a season ticket and gave it up. Yeah. Oh, well. I've made do with the radio commentary for years and that is totally free. Well, I suppose so. <laughs> Each their own, Izzy. But, you know, we're long time dead and we, we have to embrace what we've got. Um, you've got anyway. Thanks for that, Izzy. You've got a a minute to talk about our upcoming game against uh, who is it? Um, Leeds. The Dirty Leeds, actually, get it right. Dirty Leeds. Yeah, they look like. Uh, and they've just got their what's his name back as well, hasn't he? Tonto, yeah. I call him. It's yeah, not his name, is it? But Nonto, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're going to edge that one. Uh, you do? Yeah, I th- I think that, that you know on paper they're obviously like Nonto, you know, um, very very dangerous. Just come down on all the rest of it. But they look young to me, youthful. You know, um, I watched a game against West Brom. They West Brom are no good. You know, and yeah. So I think if we play like we did against Stoke with that intensity, then I think they'll be banging trouble. Yeah. Um, but we've got to play with that intensity. We won't be able to keep it up for longer than probably half hour spells, and we've got to score and we're on top. But I think we'll edge it. And bring on subs towards the end. Yeah. You hope. Yeah. Score. I'm going two nil. Uh, I'm going Hurst and Jackson yeah. coming on late and scoring again. I'd be good to see Jackson. See, that's another one, isn't it? Yeah. That everyone would have well, certainly said keep Edwards, let Jackson go, wouldn't they? But yeah. Well, I'm a huge fan of Jackson, but yeah. maybe that's the next time I'm on. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, um, Steve. Thanks for listening, everyone. Till next week. Bye.